as the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior, Jesus, who is the Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day, for the beauty of the snow, for those who are gathered here this day, and for the gift of your Son. Be with us and guide us and help us to remember in our baptism that we have been called to serve. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. How many of you remember your baptism? You actually do. Four. All right, so four at this service, four at the 930 service, and one at 8 o'clock. For the majority of us, we were baptized as infants and have absolutely no recollection as to what took place in our baptism, except that maybe as you grew up, you had a certificate or your parents said that you had been baptized and you knew that it had taken place. And is often the case when we are getting ready for baptisms, sometimes we allow the minutia, the, the stuff that is happening to get in our way. You know, who's coming for dinner? Who's going to be here for the baptism? What are we doing afterwards? Oh my gosh, is the, is the family baptismal gown ready and clean and put together and sewed and, and on and on and on. And we get worried about the stuff, almost forgetting about what the baptism is really about. And in the case of baptisms, sometimes life just happens and things get in the way and, and all the things that we want to do. So for example, on February the 3rd, 1965, I was born. So you're older than I am, Phil. <laughs> Not by much. <laughs> And, and my mom had me, and back in those days when you were, had a baby, you were in the hospital for like a week, like something was wrong or something, right? And as siblings oftentimes do, things happened, right? And so while I was still in the hospital, and my mom and dad are excited that they have a new baby, and Mom's already planning when are we going to take this kid to church to be baptized. 
my brother comes down with the chicken pox. Well, just like it's supposed to happen, however many days after that incubation period, right? And now I'm now home. My sister comes down with the chicken pox. And then as it's supposed to happen and however many days after that incubation period, right? I, as an infant, have the chicken pox. And my mom had to postpone the scheduled date of the baptism because I can't take this baby who may be infectious or may not be infectious to church and I don't want my baby getting baptized with all these pox all over him. The things the mothers worry about. Good news is I eventually was baptized shortly after the pox had cleared up and life is good, right? Or if fast forward to when my son was born. I thought it would be really fun and, and good because I wanted to be the dad. I didn't want to be the pastor at that baptism. I wanted to answer the questions that parents answer with your spouse. So I did not baptize my children. And so for my son, I had several months earlier had called the bishop to see if the bishop would come and baptize and, and preach that day. And he goes, I have June 27th available. And then I'm gone for three months. We go a few days past the due date, and I'm at Senate Assembly, and the bishop goes, do we have a baby yet? And we didn't know if Michael would make his baptism, but <laughs> because it was already scheduled. But 13 days after he was born, Michael was baptized. The thing that happened in both of those baptisms, as did they in your baptisms, was the promise of God's love was given to us and the Spirit came upon us and we were baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and we were claimed by God as children of God. Fast forward a whole bunch of years, and now I had the opportunity to travel to Tanzania to visit our partner synod, the east of Lake Victoria Diocese of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Tanzania. And we're in Mwanza, Tanzania, and became good friends with Pastor Obadiah, who serves Bugando Lutheran Church, who's going to be now a companion of St. Paul here in Westerville. And it is a Saturday. And it's about 6.30 at night. And he goes, it has been settled. And I said, what has been settled, Obadiah? He goes, it has been settled. Tomorrow, you will preach, you will baptize, and you will confirm. <laughs> I don't speak Swahili. And so I get to church, and lo and behold, that's exactly what I do. I proclaim God's word, and after that, we have baptism, and after that, we have confirmation. And in that baptismal ceremony, seven people who I baptized, five of them were 
converting from their Muslim roots to Christianity. And the Spirit of God was there. Although they didn't understand much of what I said, they heard and understood the words, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You see, the thing that we all have in common and the thread that goes through each baptism continues to go on and on and on regardless of what the issues are and the things that are happening or if you're that grandparent that says, when are you getting that baby baptized? Or if you're the the parents that are struggling with who's coming to dinner or not coming to dinner, the promise of baptism is the gift of God in our lives because God loved us so much that he sent Jesus. And that's what Luke is trying to make sure we hear. If you notice, Luke doesn't spend a lot of time on the baptism of Jesus. John the Baptist says, yeah, there's going to be one coming. And then it says what? And then after everyone was baptized and Jesus was baptized, that's about all that Luke spends on the baptism of Jesus. And when Jesus was praying, The heavens opened up and the spirit descended in bodily form like a dove. And the voice from heaven said what? This is my son, the beloved with whom I am well pleased. So you see, Luke wanted us to know in his version of the baptism of Jesus, he wanted us to realize that it was the beginning. It was time for us to go that God loved the world so much that he sent his son. His son who died for us and who was raised from us, for us. Which brings us back to our own baptisms. As we are buried with Christ and raised with Christ, one of the most powerful images that I can think of that happens in our baptismal services are when the pastor takes some oil and says, Child of God, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. That mark, that cross is permanent it's there it can never be taken away the promise of God's love can never be taken away no matter what's happening in our lives no matter what's going on be it good bad or indifferent the gift of God's love that mark and that seal of God's love will never leave us and that promise then calls us calls us to not just sit here and then go home and do whatever we want to do, but to be children of God in a world that is broken that need to hear a promise of God's love. To share the promise of God with those who we come in contact with in all of our different vocations, to share the message that all are forgiven because of Jesus You see, we try to mess it up. (laughs) 
but God is always there. And God reminds us. The Spirit is present. And we are washed and cleansed. I think the heavens are opening up. And the Spirit of God is descending as a dove. And all of us are hearing, you are my children. And with you, I am well pleased. Let us go forth as children of God. Amen.